Thank you for tuning in to the Big Meat Sport Podcast, where I give you my weekly take on the past week of college and professional sports. So sit back and enjoy the episode. How about them Cowboys? Yes. Last episode we had, didn't really get to talk about the Cowboys because they were playing the Monday night game. Um, Just briefly talked about the Cowboys at the end. But uh, on that Monday night game, we destroyed the Philadelphia Eagles. Game was never in doubt. Defense stepped up again. Uh, Eagles looked really, really bad. Uh, it was just a great overall performance. Then we come into the Carolina game. And this, this game, I was kind of kind of uh, worried about because in the past, Dallas was always two steps forward, one step back. And I felt like this was going to be a little trap game because of, you know, the team being Carolina. They uh, they lost J.C. Horn, and they didn't have Christian McCaffrey back there. And I didn't want the Dallas Cowboys to come out slow. And I felt like they didn't do that. I felt like they played Carolina to their record, which was 3-0 and at the time. And I felt like the Cowboys just stuck to what they do great in, which which is the run. Um, and, man, Zeke, you, you're running hard and – and I can't believe like people still have doubt in you. Um, both our running backs, Pollard run hard. Uh, Dak was, you know, Dak was feeling himself. Yes. At the beginning, it was not, you know, not perfect, but he made the adjustments and Kellen Moore right now in play calling is on fire. Um, you know, and some of that has to attest to Dak checking at the line also, but man, this team right now is firing on all cylinders on the offensive side, which I really we knew that th- this was going to happen on the offensive side. The surprise is on the defensive side because Trayvon Diggs with, you know, five interceptions in four games, this guy is really killing it. Uh, he is in the, in the conversation as top corner in, in football right now because of his play. He's shutting down these, you know, elite wide receivers. Now DJ Moore did have a you know good game, but most of his catches were on his own defense and, and, you know, him making, tough yak yards after the catch, but uh, you know, you're, you're going to have that. But when it came to, when it came to crunch time and it came to the second half, Trayvon Diggs had two interceptions and one was against when he was covering uh, DJ Moore. Now I, I, I wonder what's, what's uh, how this transformation occurred. Is it Al Harris being our, our corners coach? Um, because I feel like he has all these corners playing really, really good ball right now. Even uh, Anthony Brown, which is, is our weak link on the corner side, he's playing decent. He's not, you know, he's not giving up those big plays. Yeah, there's times that he gets burnt here and there, and and, and everybody and that happens to everybody. But I, I feel like he's playing really, really good ball as as we speak. And man, this defense is playing really good now. Yes, they give up a lot of points to Carolina, but that was where. We're up by a lot. I think it was 38 to 14 at one point. And, you know, they're just playing prevent and then giving up a lot of yards. And then the two TDs, you know, playing this, trying to run out the clock. But I, I just feel like this defense is on another level. Um, yes, they're giving up, you know, the big plays, you know, but I just feel like we have a different swag to us on the defensive side. You got Michael Parsons out there, Odigizua playing out of his mind right now. You have Javon Curse, which a lot of people really gave up on him. We give him the opportunity. He's playing lights out. I mean, there was one 
that he came on a, on a blitz and stopped the uh, running back in the backfield. Man, I didn't see that at all last year. And he's doing that on, on a, a consistent basis. Now, and, and the great thing about this Dallas Cowboys defense is that we, we don't have all of our people. We have Demarcus Lawrence out. Keanu Neal was out for COVID uh, protocol. You had uh, Bradley Anai, uh, Calvin Joseph, which is we drafted him to be that second corner. And he's, you know, he's hasn't even played yet. Man, there's so on and so forth. You know, uh, Neville Gallimore hasn't even played, uh, hasn't even played yet. So it's, it's, if this defense comes back healthy and stays healthy throughout the year, this is a really good defense and to be scared of because we we look like we're packed. Our pass rushing skills right now, it, 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 with Randy Gregory and Michael Parsons and the stunts that we do, we're putting pressure on quarterbacks to make quick decisions. And I think that we didn't see that last year because last year it was just felt like the quarterbacks had all time to throw the running game. They're running all over us. And man, I don't, I don't feel, and I got to look at the stats. I don't think that Dallas has given up a hundred yard rusher this year. Um, and if they did, it was in uh, garbage time because they're, they're stopping the run with the big boys up front. And man, again, another person now, Carlos Watkins. I mean, he's he he was out last game, um, uh, I believe the past two games, and now he's supposed to be coming back this week. It it's 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 looking good. Now I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people. Oh, we're gonna win the Super Bowl, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, NFC NFC in whole is got a lot of good teams. You got the Green Bay Packers, you got Arizona Cardinals, you got the Los Angeles Rams. So you know, this at Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, there's it's one of those times that you just got to hope for the great matchup uh, going forward. And, and when we when we get to the playoffs, because I do feel like Dallas can win the East. Um, but, man, this team is looking good and clicking on all cylinders. And I just want them to keep on doing now. It's Giants week. Um, you know, I want to see how Dak comes out, because this is the last team that he played was the Giants when he got injured. So this is going to be a good testament of where his mind's at. I know a lot of emotions are going to be, even though there's a lot of emotions on the Philly game, there's going to be just as much as emotions just because I know it's uh, residing in back of his mind that the last time he played, he he messed up his leg uh, versus the Giants. So, uh, man, um, we'll see. I We should win this game going to, going to New England uh, the following game, and then we have our bye. I mean, we have a really good chance of being uh, five and one um, going into the bye. So, you know, they just got to keep on playing how they're playing. And man, I can't, uh, it's just high, high ceiling from here. Um, the next game I want to talk to talk about is the, <laughs> the Colts and the Miami Dolphins. Now, I wanted to have this podcast with um, my, my dear friend, JC, um, which is a diehard Dolphin fan because he had a, you know, he he had a lot to say about this team, and he wanted to rant, rave, you know, rant and vent uh, on this team's performance so far. But he wasn't able to make it on the podcast. Say, hopefully, uh, we'll have him on the next one. But my, from my perspective on this Dolphins team, I just feel that one, they're making too many mistakes. I mean, you had a chance to get the punt. I think it was like fourth and three. Uh, they're going to punt and you get a, you get a um, offsides 
which extends that drive for the Colts, and then they're able to punch it in. Then you have missed, you know, missed opportunities with passes, you know, you know, the wide receivers dropping passes. Then you get the botch uh, punt by uh, Grant again. And look, Grant is no longer there. And I don't know if it was because of that botch punt again, uh, but it's he's he's no longer there. And they traded him to Chicago Bears for a six round draft pick. But um I'm trying to put put my finger, and I, I feel like the discipline is. Uh, I'm trying to put my finger on what's wrong with the Dolphins this year. Is it coaching? Is it discipline? Um, was it just you know last year they just were on a hot streak and it, it, it's fool's gold? I mean, I, I do. I still do believe that this this Dolphins team as a whole is a is a is a decent team and, and a good team. They just got to put it all together. Now, yes, they have a backup quarterback in Jacoby Brissett, and it looks like he's holding on to the ball a little bit too long. And I feel like the the concepts that they have, at, you know, on the offensive side is not is not going towards their strength, which is their strength is speed. But it looks like they're trying to go too much down the field and forgetting that their offensive line is really not that good. So most of, most of the stuff that I saw was Jacoby Brissett, you know, trying to scramble and trying to make some plays, but when he gets out, when he gets a ball out of his hands quickly, give it to your playmakers. They can, they can make plays. I don't see the whole, you know, uh, five yard slant to Devontae Parker or, you know, something like that. I haven't seen that, you know, this year from the Miami Dolphins. And it's a testament where, you know, they, their record is what their record is. You know, it's one and three. I do think they can bounce back, but they're gonna they're gonna have a difficult time this week uh, coming up versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I'm not saying that it it's gonna be a blowout, but because Tampa Bay is not really playing really good on the offensive side, and and Miami Miami uh, Miami Dolphins pride themselves on the defensive side, and you know, I just feel that this is gonna be a closer game than what people are uh, anticipating. Because if you really look at it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is very suspect on the on the back end. Yet you you can't run the ball on them, but you can pass the ball on them. One that's that's a good, that's possibly a good thing because Miami Dolphins can't run the ball worth a lick, so they're going to be passing it most of the time. So, but like I, I just want to know what's like as a fan's perspective, and please comment on my Instagram page. Big Meat Sports uh, podcast and um, on the YouTube channel on what you think is wrong with the Dolphins. You know, I think right now they need to start cleaning house and it starts at the top because whoever is whoever is helping with these draft and drafting talent is not really hitting the ball. I mean, I think I, I read something that with the trade of a uh, with the trade of Grant. The only person of that 2016 class is Xavier Howard. And I, I, I do feel that uh, uh, more uh, as years gone on, the draft, they haven't really hit on the draft. They, they got that boy from uh, Clemson. Uh, his mind, uh, his name's going blank on my mind right now, but he hasn't really produced. Um, there's nobody, you had Phillips, which is, I don't see him as that elite pass rusher that they hope to that you spend the first round to pick on 
and he hasn't really that hasn't really happened. So I think it really happens at the top. Also, you need to fire your offensive coordinator. I know you have two, so at least fire one and and make it a point that you need to start designing more plays and getting more creative in these plays and, and play design um, during uh, during the week and during in game because you got to make adjustments during during in game. And I don't feel like the the Miami Dolphins do a, a good of a job on that, but. Man, these dolphins—it's—it's it's disappointing to see because I really had a high high hope for them and and making them, uh, making the playoffs. You know, granted they they're one and three and the season's still young, so they can still turn around. But it has to happen now. And I believe, you know, I know, I know everybody's talking about the two trade and what you do. And if you need, if you need some excitement or or you need that little push. Hey, you know, even though I I, I really like to, and but it's it's one of those things that you know I was watching uh, an, another podcast uh, today, and you you kind of put yourself on that you drafted a quarterback that's injury prone. You didn't think he was gonna be you you didn't think he's gonna be injury prone when he came to the pros, but kind of looks like that. And it's the same thing with you know, what the Niners are doing with, with Jimmy Garoppolo, he's injury prone. You can't rely on him. That's why they went on and got Trey Lance. So do you make the move for, for Watson now? Because as of now, he's not really technically suspended by a league. He can play. So you, you bring him in and try to get some spark into the offense and by God, I mean, you, you have somewhat of a weapons. Uh, I mean, uh, you have Devontae Parker out there, Gusecki, uh, Will Fuller, again, looks like he got hurt again. That's another one that, but I think the Dolphins kind of really took a, it was like, you know, took a chance on him because he is injury prone, always gets hurt in lower body injury. I think this time it's a hand injury, but a guy can't stay healthy. And he's, he's a really good wide receiver can take the top off on, uh, on the offense, but, but he's not that he can't be relied on and I need the Dolphins need somebody to uh to be reliable right now and it's and it's not that happening but um uh it's it's must win I to to me for the Dolphins and when you're going up to Tampa and you're going to play Tom Brady I, I believe it's a must win and it's achievable because look my my, my next segment I was going to go to the the Pats uh versus uh Tampa Bay I mean Tampa Bay did not look, did not look uh, too convincing. I thought, you know, going into New England, I thought, really thought that they were going to put up a forty burger just for Tom Brady. Yes, it was raining, but people, it, people can put up numbers when it's raining. Look, Tom Brady went up there and it had zero touchdowns, and Mac Jones went up there and had a couple touchdowns uh, himself. So. And that's not the first time that Brady has has won a game with zero touchdowns. There's a crazy stat. I think it was like 28 and and or 20 something and 10 or eight or whatever the case may be that he's won games without throwing a single touchdown. Now, look, Brady, Brady is a goat. And but I do really think this year you can see like not that first game came out passing on the on the Cowboys defense. And that was he, he attacked Anthony Brown, which is our weakness and, and corner at Dallas's corner. Um, but ever since then, like last week, 
versus the Rams. Didn't really look that good. Now this week versus the Pats. Yes, the Pats D. Uh, they they know Brady. They know his tendencies and so on and so forth. But come on, man. He you gotta you gotta throw you gotta throw at least one touchdown. And and granted, Antonio Brown dropped one in the end zone. Um, I get it, but he was. You can see Brady was not on target. Um, but my my thing is with with this Tampa Bay uh, offense. Does it really take that big of a decline when Gronk is out? Because I don't see, like, who's their number one wide receiver? Is it Mike Evans? Is it Godwin? Is it Antonio Brown? I just feel like nobody is really stepping up in that number one role. Now, there's times that Mike Evans has a great game, but there's times that he can get locked down. And I felt like, yet again, yes, it was raining, but Mike Evans, you're, you're there to catch ball. You're there to create separation. And I don't see you, you, you really doing that. Um, so, you know, that's, that's my take on, on, on Tampa. Um, again, Miami Dolphins, this is, it's a must win and going into Tampa, you, you got to go with that mindset of must win mentality. And I think they can do it. Um, but it's just all about defense. Now, Byron Jones is hurt for the for the Dolphins uh, and as a corner. Um, is he going to be available this week coming up? We shall see. But I really do think that if the Dolphins put pressure on uh, on Brady, they can get it done. But it's just the offensive side. Get get plays, get positive plays. Stop making the mental mistakes, which you guys been uh, always you know day almost game after game making these stupid mental mistakes. Catch the ball. You know, this is like the little things that get you the the victory. They're not the Miami Dolphins uh, team is not doing. Um, but it was a great week of football um, on our bets. The 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 bets that JC and I placed, I think we did. Um, I think I got them all right. Uh, JC got them all uh, all right, almost all right, except for the Arizona and and LA Rams game which I picked the Arizona Cardinals and he picked the Rams. So um, if you, if you placed any bets with us, uh, you, you, you probably came up, uh, came up with some good money and congratulations. If you listen to me, it kind of sucks. If you listen to JC, you probably just missed that bet. Um, but yeah, that's it for this podcast today. Um, let me know uh, what, what you think is wrong with the Miami dolphins and, you know, and, and, and what do you think about the Cowboys? How far do you think the Cowboys can make it, uh, it as a team in the playoffs, uh, providing everybody stays healthy right now? Um, but again, this is Jose from Big Meat Sports, and we'll catch you on the next episode.